everybody. This is David Fournier from Raise Your Standards. Love your life. Thanks for hanging out with me. I appreciate it. Today's episode, I want to talk about do it for you. Do it for you, please. The fact of the matter is you cannot do more or create more. You cannot do more or create more. There's more. Hang on. And a lot of times people, I want more of my, I need more energy. I need more of this. I want to do these things. You just can't do more or create more unless you're becoming more. Because in order for that to possess your life, for you to feel it, for you to have it internally, you have to create that space for it. And here's how that happens. The strongest force in the human personality or persona, the strongest force is a need to stay consistent in how we define ourselves. The strongest force in the human personality is the need to stay consistent in how we define ourselves. People say, you hear people say these kind of things, oh, I'm a loser, or I'm this, I'm that, I'm this, I'm that. I'll always be these things. And so because that's the definition of how they define themselves, all of their actions and everything that comes in and out of their life is all going to look like that. It's going to look exactly like that. It's always going to be that way. And we suddenly find ourselves working hard to stay inside of that definition that we define ourselves. And by the way, that's not always a bad thing. If you consider yourself a person of honor or a reliable person, a confident person, a person who can uh, keep confidences, those aren't bad things. But everything we view is how we define ourselves. So the question is, when you're doing it for yourself, when you're trying to become more, when did you decide, when did you decide this is me? For me, it was like 10, 20 years ago. And I said, yeah, this is the way it's always going to be. And I made a lot of bad decisions. I continue to make bad decisions, but I made a lot of bad decisions back then. And I continue to make them because I didn't feel like I deserved it. I felt like people had hurt me. So it was okay for me to hurt other people. And I stayed consistent in this model of person that, I always said, if I met myself outside of me, if I met myself, I wouldn't like me. And something had to change. It was time for an upgrade. It was time for me to stop looking at myself through those set of eyes and that lens and look at myself differently and redefine who I am and what I'm after and what I'm trying to get done. We all, we upgrade everything, man. We upgrade phones. We upgrade uh, plans for our TV. We upgrade this and this. We're constantly, the world is all about upgrade, upgrade, upgrade. But we upgrade everything in our life except our life itself. Sometimes we got to take that extra minute and be able to say, you know what? I have worked through this. Uh, this is something I'm really doing very well. Hey, I was here and now I'm here. And, and we talk about it a lot on the, on the show here about we don't celebrate our victory is very well. No, we don't. We don't. But it's time for an upgrade because how you see yourself, and maybe there's some, every, and let me tell you something, folks. I want you to listen carefully to this. Every single person, every single person that's listening to this, that's not listening to this, it doesn't matter. Everyone that's listening, <clears throat> understand this. We all have a chapter we don't want read out loud. Maybe a couple of chapters. Maybe there are some horrendous things that happened to you in your past. Maybe there's things that happened that you did to yourself and others in your past. And that's that lens. That's how you're defining yourself. And you're struggling to stay consistent inside that description of yourself. And it's not working. It is not working. You don't love your life. Folks, you got to remember that if you don't inspire you, 
If you don't inspire you, why should anyone else do it? There is a huge market. And by the way, it's not a bad market, but there's a huge market of books and videos and seminars and, and YouTubes and all this stuff. People inspiring people, motivating people, people doing podcasts. There's nothing wrong with any of that. But that isn't going isn't gonna to settle into you and make a difference for you unless you want to inspire yourself, unless you want to take those things and say, man, listen to that. How do I get there? Or look at that. How do I do that? Because if you don't inspire you, why should anybody else do it for you? And I'm just kind of curious. I want to throw this out there. I was thinking about this the other day when I was writing down my notes. Is How come we don't make good things about ourselves addictive? How come we don't make good things about ourselves addictive? Do you enjoy spending time with somebody? Is there a special someone in your life or a special thing in your life or place in your life that you just love to be and you love to do and you don't do it very often? You're not taking the time away from work or personal time, whatever you need to do to get out there to make it happen. You ever wonder why? How come those things can't be addictive? Boy, we can get addicted to being a work on time. We sure can do that. And we can be addicted to to uh, having X amount of this and X amount of that and looking this way and being this way. But in the end, did any of that thing actually really help you? Did it do anything for you? We need to make the good things in our lives addictive. Now, I don't know about you. And I mean, I would think it's fair to say this, but it's amazing to me how angry and mad and judgmental and full of spite people are all the time anymore. We say raise your standards, raise your standards, not the standards of people around you. You have to try to shove this down somebody's throat. Raise your standards and love your life. Man, I, I just meet a lot of people who don't love their lives. I talk with people who are just, you know, not, not happy at all. And my job is an interesting job, but I have the opportunity to dialogue with lots of people. It wouldn't be uncommon for me to see, I don't know, 10, 20, 30 people a day kind of cruising through our uh, our business and get a chance to talk to them. and. I try every single time I talk to somebody, I try to get them away from the subject to what they're doing there because nobody wants to pay to get their car fixed. And I get them onto their favorite football team or the weather, or they'll start joking around with me. I have found that people really want to laugh. They really want to be out from underneath this cloud of, I don't know, darkness, whatever you want to call it. They really want to be away from it. And I mean, who could blame them, right? Who can blame them? I can't blame them. I think it's a good thing. But they don't know how to get there. Because it's become cool to become angry. It's become cool to be, to be spiteful. It's cool to be a dick. And no one's calling the dicks out and saying, stop being a dick. And it just kind of became cool and that just kind of magnified. Man, it's just time that we need to start. I heard a guy the other day, he said something to me and I said something back. And I don't think I'm going to get a Christmas card from this guy. But we were talking and he said to me, he goes, man, it's just one big rat race. All this thing is, it's just one big rat race. And I started thinking, well, it's a rat race if you act like a rat. Only rats rat only rats race rat races. Wow, that was difficult. But I want you to step back for a little bit and tell you when what's the biggest change that I that you could do right now that I could do right now to help us get those standards raised to love our life, to kind of get back to what we talked about doing things for ourselves. The the formula for doing for uh, do it for yourself is really the formula to do it for others. It's contributing 
It's lifting up your friend or your family or, or be in the high spot in somebody's day, a word of encouragement, because when we're serving others, we're at the highest form of our humanity. And I promise you that'll be the most fulfilling thing that you have is that ability. You say, well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know about that. You know, I got a lot of problems in life. I got a lot of challenges. I'm not a very handsome person. I know all about that. I know all about that. But I want to give you thing, four things I want you to remember. You can always contribute whatever place or state your life is in. You can always contribute to whatever place or state your life is in. You know, it's been said that your worst problem is somebody else's dream. And I, I don't know completely if that's true, but I get the idea. Though sometimes we're so hard on ourselves, defining ourselves to a very old set of definitions, not doing the upgrade that we need to have done, not celebrating our victories, not making the good things in our lives addictive. And we get really down and we say, I don't have anything to contribute. You do. Believe me, you do. No matter what state you're in or where you're at. So you can always contribute whatever place or state your life may be. You can be flawed and still be someone's hero. You can be flawed and you can still be somebody's hero. You can still do kind acts. You can still be the person that stands in a hard place for somebody. You can still be that person. You can be wounded. Somebody's done you really wrong and, and it's hard to get over it and you're having trouble with it and, and, and it's a challenging you. But even, even being wounded, you can still be a healer. You're, you may be just a little bit farther up your path than the person the other person is, and you can reach back and give them a hand. You could be a person who has constantly been discounted and still have great value. And still have great value. But you got to do it for yourself. And you do it for yourself so that I do what I do in my life to get a bigger opening to receive more so that I can be more. Because we are at the height of our humanity when we're encouraging and loving and supporting and laughing and caring about the people that are around us. Man. Man, do we need it. And I want to just tell you right now, we need you. You see, Dave, my life is not in a great place right now. I don't know what it's like to be you, but... I do know that there's a lot of people out there struggling, but you still can contribute. You see, Dave, I've got uh, internal struggles and a bunch of flaws in my personality. That's all right. So do I. But we can still be somebody's hero. You see, Dave, I've, I've been through a mess in my life, and I, I've been really hurt by people, really wounded. And, and I'm sorry that happened to you. And, and if there was a way to relieve that pain, we say we'd like to do it, but then I often wonder if the things I've been through that were the hardest for me were the things that actually made me the person that I am today. So maybe I'm actually thankful in some ways, but even if you've been wounded, you can be a healer. And last of all, even if you've been discounted, that person that nobody thinks knows, the person that nobody talks to, whatever your situation can be, you could be greatly discounted by one set of people, but you could be a great value to others. Do it for yourself get out there and get a new working definition of what it means to be you start looking at yourself raising your standards is going to start with redefining 
who you are because the strongest force in the human personality is a need to stay consistent with how we define ourselves. It's time we get a new definition. My name is David Fournier. Raise your standards. Love your life. Thanks for hanging out with me. I appreciate it.